Facebook every now and then, but we live. We live. We live. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Trip Podcast. I'm Kiara. I'm Ashlyn. And this is a podcast about everything and nothing at the same time. We'll just talk about what we feel and hopefully you guys can take a trip with us. So every week we're going to start off taking a shot and we're going to say what we're thankful for for this week or you know something we're happy about. So let's go. Cheers. Cheers. Just to let y'all new listeners know, my buddy right here, she she don't do the drinking right here. She's always, every time it's time for us to take a shot, <laughs> she babysitting, she looking at the, the glass like it's taking right 20 now. minutes. Okay, Come let's, on, let's go. We're going to do it. All right, let's go. Come on. Let's go. We're a lightweight. We just took some 1800. <laughs> Woo! And I feel it now. All right. So what's going on? How was your week? Man, it's been a crazy week for me personally. So I'm taking a shot because it's over. Over, over, over. <laughs> Jesus. I'm so happy. I felt that. What about you? Um, I'm taking a shot for starting this podcast today. Why yeah, not? Yeah. yeah. A new Let's journey. Get, get, get it. It's a new journey. Yeah. All right. What are, we, what are we talking about first today? So we just saw some reality TV commercials. We got the TV on while we were recording this. Love and Hip Hop come back on on Monday. You still watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta? Or do we think it's over for them? For like, Atlanta? Yeah, like it's the impact. It's I like, think like Atlanta was the only like funny, like real one that everybody was drawn to. But now it's just like too much. Like they stage it too much. They get too many extra people. It's just too much going on. Storylines always got to intermingle and stuff. And it's just mm. too much going on. Yeah, I think people are going to start to lose interest. And I think that's with all of the... The series, you know, New York, All Miami. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, my life keeps me pretty busy. So I just see what everybody talk about on social media. Oh, by the way, we don't fact check nothing here on this podcast. We just talk from the rip. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, if you think about when Love & Hip Hop first came on the scene and just the impact that it had on social media, I don't even see that no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? About it? Like, yeah, just like regularly talking about it. On a regular basis. Yeah, like people used to like be at home in front of the TV at 7 o'clock to, you know, live tweet, live Facebook, live, you know, chat about love and hip hop. Now it's just, it's like everybody has lost interest because it's just too much going on. Do you think people lost interest because it's too much going on a show? Or do you think they lost interest because it's too many reality shows? I'm the conspiracy theory guy. I think it's a combination. I'm of always both. playing devil's advocate or something. I think it's a combination of both because it's uh, oversaturation of reality shows. Yeah. Every second of every day, there's yeah. a, a new reality show coming on, and so I mean, no matter what station you turn it to, you can watch some reality TV. It's true, and it's over the same basis. You know, somebody gonna have a problem. They gonna take a they gonna fight. a family trip, a girls trip. You know, they gonna some, go to a restaurant and not eat. Go to a restaurant <laughs> and not eat. Throw some know, water on it's somebody. The same, you know, last year. Everybody was going to Hawaii on their vacation. Dubai. Bravo, Bravo sponsored their show. Going out to Dubai, getting <laughs> off. Bravo sponsored everybody's trip to Hawaii and stuff. So I mean, it, it's just redundant at this point. And it's just like, okay, yeah. are you going to show us something new on this reality TV, or it's just going to be the same formula every time? But clearly, somebody's watching it because I was just going to ask that because it's the ratings are still there. Season eighty-seven of Love and Hip Hop, so ninety-five thousand. <laughs> And then she go to every freaking city. 
me ask you this. This is a better question. Is Mona a legend? Is Mona a legend? Hmm. I say yes. She is a hood legend. <laughs> and a real hood legend. <laughs> um, I think she is a legend in the right of creating an avenue for people who have fallen off. <laughs> what? <laughs> she is the queen of rebuilding people and rebranding people, giving them a platform. <laughs> Man, like, now you got a point. Keep talking. Like, she, everybody on the show, there. This is a last shot to you know be in front of people and rebrand themselves <laughs> and to. I mean, the only people who haven't was who, you know, Remy, because she... No, she went to I mean, jail. But she, she had So she was rebranding herself on that show, too. I mean, Cardi B was a stripper. Was a stripper, but she came up off that show. So it was a platform. Right, right. So I think Some she... Some people forget she was on I that show, she bro. is a legend for... She's a legend for, like, packaging and, and having that structural... Okay, this is what you have to do to be back on. Oh, yeah. I think that Mona is a low-key legend... And y'all gonna listen to this podcast, and then five to ten years later, y'all gonna look back and say, Ashley was right. She was right. Mona Legend. She a hood legend. Like you just said, she turns people that we don't even give a... I mean, who who the hell was thinking about Lil Scrappy? Nobody. The nigga signed a G-Unit. <laughs> he really signed a G-Unit? He did. That was right after the Crunk era was nine. Then he signed a G-Unit. I, I don't know why I remember that. I don't know why I remember that. It was like the tail end of when Gene Unit was popping. And then he fell off. There you go. Um, I'm saying, like, when nobody but, checking. But no, but, nobody checking for Scrappy, though. Nobody care about Scrappy. Jim Jones. Took I mean, the pause, these are legends in the hip hop world. But I'm just saying, like, you're right. Just think about all the people she put on from this show. And even though I don't think the impact is there on the internet anymore, it's still, still people that watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody got to watch it. That's why it's every season, a new season. I mean, I think it's worked for some people. And I think that kind of, you know, Housewives and, and, you know, your real world and those shows like that, you know, kind of. Start of it. And what was that one show with them white trashy people? Um, (laughs) White trashy people. uh, Jersey Shore. Um, I was going to say anything on the country, (laughs) the country channel. (laughs) Jersey Shore, you know, your heels. They were making so much money, man, on Um, TV. Yeah, but I, I think that they had a rough package of what, you know, reality TV was. I actually think Love & Hip Hop actually gave the actual, like, push. Like, this is what you have to do to be back on. Or, in the urban you know, community. Or, in the urban community, absolutely, yeah. That's crazy. So, what else been going on in the world? Monique still out We're here. still talking about this motherfucking Monique, man. <laughs> Monique I'm so sick of Monique, here. bro. Monique's still out here crying. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's man. talk about it. Let's, let's Break talk about it. it. We talked about it before. You know, yeah. I just feel like, yes, Monique, you deserve, sis. You deserve. You deserve whatever you are asking for. It's you like do some have. passion in your I voice mean, right it here. is some passion. <laughs> you deserve, Monique. But, yo, she's feeling the shot. That's why she all, you know. <laughs> You deserve, Monique, my love. Maybe I deserve. Knock it off. But no, but I I really feel like Monique is just going on a campaign to to ruin herself. Like, she's damaging her own career. Ain't nobody got a a blackball her. She blackballing herself by going on a a worldwide tour of why you won't hire me, boycott Netflix, 
Netflix is. job search 
and you got a certain amount of money that you're looking to make or certain qualifications, whether it be a certain type of benefit that the job offers or, you know, vacation time, all kinds of crap, right? Whatever it is, you have your set of standards. Yeah. You go in, you talk to them. They say, no, this is what we offering. Take it or leave it. You got two options. You either going to take it or you going to leave or it. Or you going to leave it. Here's my issue with her, and it's always been my issue with her, is the fact that I don't like how she goes about it. Why do you have to blast everybody? Why you got to be pocket watching? But you your mama teach you nothing about that. Not to pocket watch. Why you count somebody else's pocket? You don't know their situation. You don't know their situation. But in the same breath, it's just like, why are you worried about... And why you got your hand out to the same people? That's, that's exactly what I was just about to say. It's Y'all just like you can't be like, oh, give me money. I need this. I need promoters. I need people to support me. I need this. But then you, you name drop at Oprah, Lionsgate, Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry, all these people. And it's just like, okay, so. I mean, what what do you want here? You say you, you and your family been mistreated for the past eight years and this, this, and that. And it's just like, bro. But but if she don't no. like, like my point about the work shit, just like at work, if you don't like something, you don't have to take it. I don't like that she has to get in. So if I go, if I don't like the, what the, the job offered me that I went into, how would, how would it make me look if I get on social media and start blasting that job, tagging them and all kinds of stuff, telling them what they didn't do and all this? How you, how do you think that they would feel if they seen that? Even though it didn't make sense for me. They're not going to be like, oh, let's give it Next time, next year, next year, come back to us right. for a job. No. And it's the same thing with Monique. She gets, she going on this press tour. And then while she on the press tour, not one time has she promoted what she got. Exactly. Not that's, one time, that's bro. That's what I'm saying. I think we would stay on this topic so long. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if it's you're going to be on The View, if you're going to be on Breakfast Club, where you have these national and international audiences, it's like, okay, Netflix didn't offer me this deal. Okay, but guess what? At 9 p.m., uh, I'm going to be at Caroline's. I'm going to be at blah, blah, this. I'm, I'm taking my own special, doing it on YouTube. And she ain't did uh, shit. YouTube Live, I'll be doing it. Watch and see. You know, I'm going to make Netflix regret that they didn't, you know, give me that money. And it's she just tripping, like, where's she tripping? And then the thing about it. And now it's, no, but now don't nobody want to work for her. Don't nobody want to work for her. Can I real spill on this? What? I think Monique broke. That's why she's doing this? Monique probably broke as fuck. <laughs> like, Monique probably bought, like, her her dude probably bought, like, you ever be so broke, bro? Hey, y'all, <laughs> it's just like, listen, we just look, look, I told y'all, I'm a conspiracy theorist <laughs> to an extent, but it has... <laughs> you said you a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> to an extent. To, a, to an extent, bro. Because, and the reason why I say that is, I think Monique and her husband sat down with a plan back in like 2000. Remember when Empire came out, bro? Right? Remember that show? Yeah, came out? yeah, yeah. We black. We be on black Twitter and shit. We all used to watch that shit together, right? So anyway, right? I think her and her husband sat down with a plan before that show came on after she didn't get that <laughs> cookie shit, right? They're like, listen, that was our last. That was, that was our last check. So, <laughs> bro, that was our last check, right? She, let's get together. Let's go on a promo tour. Let's go to all the hottest radio yeah. shows, DJs, you know, shows that white people watch in the daytime, like The View. No, nah, I'm just playing. I fuck with The View. I watch it when I'm off work. 
But anyway, let's go to all these places and turn up and blast everybody to build a buzz. You remember back in the day yeah. how labels would lie about rappers and singers being in relationships? This is the way they do it in the acting community. Yeah. And I'm going to go on a press tour because for real, bro, these taxes, they got my pocket <laughs> white. So I'm going to go and, and I'm going to blast everybody. Like no case. They want they move like they thriller. They they want take it from you. U.S. dollars, pesos, <laughs> well, I was just, boy, I was about to put somebody business out there on this podcast about some tech stuff. But, uh, <laughs> like two people. Anyway, uh, yeah, they want they so that's what I think what her and her husband did. And it's, and it's working. Yeah, you it's know working. why it's working? Because people are talking about it. But, but, here's the thing. Paid for these but here's the thing. And this is the end of my conspiracy, right? Here's the thing. Even if they did, well, here's the realistic Ashlyn speaking right now, right? Not being, you know, tripping. When you think about it at the end of the day, like I said earlier in this rant, when we talk about this, <laughs> you still ain't promoting nothing. You ain't got no checks. It ain't brought you no more people to your shows. Nothing. So at nothing. the end of the day, it don't mean nothing. So you doing, you on a uh, press tour for free damaging yourself. Free. Where did you stop? We didn't spend too much time talking about. And again, it, and I, I don't, don't want to make it seem like the issues that she's talking about are not valid because no. they are. Is there discrimination? We know all that. Yeah, absolutely. Sexism and, um, you know, we know that. Un- inequality and, and, you know, pay gaps between men and women in Hollywood. Absolutely. And I understand that. And Monique deserves, she, she deserves that bad because oh, yeah. she does have the awards and the experience and the resume to support that. And, I, I disagree, but that's another check. podcast. But, but, uh, but again, that, you know, that is Because when you say a legend, to me, and I know legend is subjective, but yeah. I don't personally think Monique's a legend, but I'll let y'all know. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's all right. another podcast. We'll come back to that another time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to that another time. I'm, I'm serious. But anyway, go ahead. I'm all right, let's, let's get off Monique because I'm yeah, tired of talking about the her. the last thing I got to say about Momo. I'm tired of talking about Momo. Momo. Listen, Momo needed to touch up her, her edges. Oh, and I was like, oh, sis, them, them grays coming through, sis. I remember my mom dyeing her hair when I was a little kid, and she'd be all close <laughs> to the mirror trying to touch up that little itch of that gray. My grandma be. Everybody's grandma did that. She'd have a rinse running down her face. <laughs> I'm like, what? My mom used to have them gloves flashing, rinse running down her face. Like chicken. Yeah. Mom used to have them long plastic gloves on, And she'd be in the, in the mirror just... Touching up her sides yeah. and her edges, this gonna fire. This is nah. I'm still Monique needed to do that. She looked, and then she, and then I'm all about embracing your age. Of course, of course. I have a very diverse friends group, so I don't. I know. I say age with grace, right? But Monique, bro, man, I was like, she and then she had them glasses with the chain. Monique like 41. Like, I maybe Ashlyn is. I have never seen her kids. She got kids. 
Yeah, she we got talking three about kids. Still, bro. Why are we still talking about this lady? She got bro? three kids. <laughs> we had a whole lot of the topics. We're still talking about Momo. <laughs> That's how much that lady is such a hot topic for people. Term for 
for the Queen's Corner. She's like, okay, we got networks watching us. So if this is our shot for a lot of networks and people to be looking at us, yeah, I want is, everything to yeah. be right. I don't want it to be, you know, just down home, right. me and my homegirl talking, you know, drinking Hennessy. You know, but it's just, <laughs> and, and so unfortunately, too, <laughs> so unfortunately they had some technical difficulties and the production was not going right. They weren't able to keep a strong connection with Monique. And so they weren't able to record with her. But little known to them, Monique was recording everything that was happening. She do everything on Periscope. Every time. She even and did the so, Breakfast Club interview on that, too. And so, and that's how I seen it the day right, before. Right, before it, it. Breakfast Club interview. But, um, and so she posted it, and because she was on Periscope Live, so people seen it. And it was a what disaster. What was going on, and it was a disaster. T.S. Madison right. had a breakdown. She was crying. Kaya walked off and left her in the middle of while she was having a breakdown. And so they go back and forth, you know, days after Ian Poe and Funky Donnie in it. And all right, that's my dude. Shout out to him. But, I um, love this channel, man. But, um, but they were going back and forth about what happened and what occurred. You know, people were speculating and saying, right. you know, Kyle was wrong for leaving her. Right. She, you should never leave your partner. Right. Yada, yada, yada. So they were going back and forth. And, and then so, they throwing shots. And, and throwing Kaya shots. Been and been on her YouTube. Yeah, Kaya. Talk, on her personal channel talking about T.S. Madison. Yeah, and, and you know, see, they pulling out receipts on each other. And T.S. Right. Madison really invested in their business and brand. She even, you know, you know called her out. Kaya, and she, about she being invested broke. <laughs> and she, you know, she put her own coins up because she saw this as an opportunity to, you know, take this, you know, small down home thing and make it big. And, and you know, in a world where it is, you know, good to, uh, nah, I'm not going to say good, but people are entertained by, right. you know, making money off of trash, it, making a living and, off of it. You know, because I mean, even though people like people positivity, we love the negative ratchet shit. We love, we love yeah. the ratchet stuff, absolutely. But, um, and so, so now they have their own, like, two separate shows and whatnot. And, uh, I think Kaya's called hers the. The, the, the gag order or yeah, something, something like that. that. And, and then you know what's funny? She be talking all about gay people calling all kinds of slurs, yeah, she but like, then she oh, use that language and all Exactly. It's like, girl, what are you saying, bro? It's just like... I hate when people... We, yeah. we have a topic about that, because I got a lot to say about when people do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so they've been throwing yeah. shots at each other. I have a lot to say about that, like, uh, about the, regarding the church and... Yo, we have a whole podcast about that. We talk about that all the time. Okay, <laughs> yeah, church, but you know, but, but yeah. yeah, so back to my to question. So, yeah. T, so to run all that down, T.S. Madison and Kaya are at the point. So, this was like what two and a half, maybe almost almost three weeks ago, yeah, right. So, a lot of all of this has trans I can't even say that word, bro. Transpired, yeah, transpired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get my words out, jump up. All this has happened since then. So now they're throwing shots. So my question to Kiera over here, who's on Insta Live or whatever. <laughs> Momo, Instagram oh, Momo over there. So my question is, if you, when you have a friendship, and I only use them as an example because it's in the entertainment world, and I don't personally think that those two have been, you know, friends that long. But I would look at any situation in my life personally where I've been friends with somebody a long time and how you fall out with this person. Always look at how some of the things that they say and use against you when you falling out. Because it's like these are most people go, of course, when you're mad at somebody, you go what? Straight to the heart. Yeah, you just go straight yeah, to the heart. Yeah, and I know because you're arguing, but people. You tell your friends stuff in confidence. Y'all been chilling. Y'all been yeah. hanging out. You know my family. I know yours. Right. And then all the stuff I personally tell you when I'm in, you know, in my feelings or whatever's going on. But because I feel and like you using it against me to. But that 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 to me is like, are were we ever really friends, 
or thank you. you so that goes to my question how would you come up or that? to be relevant i would be pissed me and you've been friends a long time to give y'all the listeners a little insight to our lives of course <laughs> be too personal but we've been friends since high school you know what i'm saying and we've been friends a long time so all the stuff we both have shared with each other if we fall out what it would look like and I'm friends with your family, your mom, and all of them. What does it look like me getting on my Facebook page? Mind <laughs> you, I'm friends with these people, too. On yeah. That. And then throwing all the stuff you told me personally against you. That's some... That's, that's low down. But that happens all like, the time. It does. And that's why people are so untrustworthy. I, that's what I feel like. Because it's just like knows? people are always... They always have ulterior motives. They always got, you know some rhyme or reason of why they want to be on you or want to be next to you. I mean, that's true. That's what life experience And I just hate that so much because it it just makes me feel like there are no real genuine people out here. And I feel like T.S. Madison was really trying to, like, fight for them to be in this together. And you're like, you know what? You know what, Kaya? I want you to win. I want you to, you know, do this. And, you know, I want to be right by your side while we get back on top. And, you know, and it's just like, Kaya just like fuck that, like whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Just a little side note I had, because I always think about stuff like that too. You know what I'm saying? When people be falling out and how they react. I mean, and and I know that when you fall out with somebody and those sensitive or the issues are sensitive and they're raw for whatever reason why y'all fell out. I just always think it's weird when people do that. So if I, because I didn't fell out with plenty of people in my life, and I don't think I've ever got on social media and threw shots at them like that. Have you yeah, ever done I don't that? think I've ever like a, like an I have never <laughs> thrown shot at any ex-boyfriend, any person I've had a problem with, nothing, because it's like... Publicly, I mean, or like... Because to me, that's just like you care. Like, everybody be saying how much they don't care about somebody or something or a situation, but you steady tweeting, doing a whole 89 Showing them that you about red, it. Showing me that you care. I'm not going to give energy to something that, that, that I don't want to. Or that's going to burden me or hold me down. It's like, hey, I said I was done. I'm done. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> All right. This is like, whatever. I think, I mean, I agree. I, I agree, too. But it's just. Okay, we're going to take a short break and take our second shot. Yeah. Um, this one's to. Go for it. Uh, We killed that. We killed for the culture. We killed in my bag. In get my to the bag. 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 Lit. 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 No, really I still, no. Lit is. No, because I'll be getting too lit. So it's like, no, I can't say nothing else. Okay, let's take a shot. Let's get right, it. Whatever. Shout to doing this and y'all, some like even two people if they listen. Let's get it. about her right quick let me get into you right that's another saying let me get into you real quick you know people say that both of us love chicken fried chicken to be specific this motherfucker right here (laughs) we sit here i'm we trying to be professional i don't know why and trying to talk and she's like let me bring my popeye's chicken if that ain't the ranch of this stuff up here right let me get into you real quick I'm like, you gonna eat some chick, some fried chicken while we sit here trying to record this. I mean, yes. we ain't no cameras, but it's yes. like, bro, my nigga got the sparkle. Sparkle is like, I'm the realest nigga in it. <laughs> get out of here. And 
if listen, I got my Popeyes and my Sparkle. Listen, I'm gonna don't bring me no Popeyes. Piece. Don't bring me no Popeyes. Yo, Kiera, whatever make Kiera like she ate fried. Like I have a fried chicken obsession too. I can eat chicken every uh-huh. single day. This person right here, at least uh-huh. I switch it up and eat other stuff. She will eat fried chicken Sunday to Sunday. And her family know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever, bro. Yeah. Listen, it's Popeye's. Yeah. Whatever, man. Okay, once I go to New Orleans, man, I they Popeye's. The Popeye's buffet. Actually, it's in Lafayette, Louisiana. I'm going. Listen, somebody's hired me to try fried chicken spots across the country. You a nigga, man. <laughs> I'm a half of a nigga, but you a real nigga. For so real. Flying around. That is true life goals. Flying around eating my chicken. true dream career. Just to fly to... around and taste chicken? Yeah. Bro, I was watching Nori's show before I came over here. That's that, that came out? Yeah, it's on, it's, on you, yeah, it's on the run eating. Oh. It's on YouTube to watch. Okay. And I was watching it while I was, it. I yeah, I was watching it. Yeah, it came out last week. Charlemagne executive produced that. Oh, nice. And so anyway, I was cooking my breakfast this morning, watching that, and they went to this spot in Vegas. You know, it's, of course, legal to smoke up in Vegas. And they had waffle weed, like waffle weed chicken or waffles that was infused with weed. It was like a a restaurant? They made it. They also had fried chicken that's infused with weed. That Can you imagine? Man. What that'd be hella calories, bro. That would be. But I don't care who count calories, girl. And I mean, I think about stuff. If like I go that. if I go to Vegas, that's what I'm getting. I need to find out where it's they said that's high chicken. Bro, you sound so you tripping. Man. When I went to Seattle, I drank a <laughs> Yo, this I fool right out. here, man. I, some other stuff. I went to the dispensary and got this lemonade, bro. And <laughs> She drank, bro. Seattle got this infused weed lemonade. Listen, it's this. I didn't read the and bottle until I don't after mess I with that. I'm a, I, I like drinking. She just seven and a half servings, bro. She drank the whole thing. Her mom, out. her mama texted me. Out. That was I'm at so home crazy. living my best life, not, not doing nothing. <laughs> Watching Living Single on Hulu, wrapped in a blanket. Man, on my couch, so and her mama sent me a text that this fool blacked out, <laughs> like dead. You gotta chill with that, bro. So anyway, what a, let's get into fun these other time. Top, fun these time. Other let's, let's get into Wakanda Forever. Yeah, Black Panther. Go Black Panther for reaching a billion. Listen, did that this week that we just left out of. Billionaire two. That's right. Um, shout my, quote shout my goat right. How did you feel about um, Black, Black Panther? Panther? Well. I love Black Panther. I thought Black Panther was amazing. As a person who grew up reading comic books, all of them, I thought that they did the character and the movie, the, you know, the pride of one Wakanda, all this stuff that they talked about in this comic book. Because my mom put me on comics, and that, of course, as we know, when we was kids, that wasn't a cool thing to do. So I was like, oh, man. But now it's a popular thing. So anyway, to see them translate what I used to read as a kid on screen was really dope. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Michael Bay. Woo, listen. <laughs> Woo. I didn't like him since he was wild as well. Listen. But anyway, but yeah, but Black Panther was great. I thought it was dope. Uh, shout out to Chadwick. Listen, doing his he thing. was looking right, too. I, um, I like, yeah, I like Michael B. Jordan better. Woo. But that's just me. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Chadwick, all right. 
you know, Chadwick Chadwick is like when you settle down. He like the season. He like when you settle down Michael from going B through your like whole phase. Yo, listen. Michael B is like the young cat still out here popping chat. Yeah, he's like the season. Michael Bay is like the one you what just do you don't say get out the house right after. You let him stay over. Chadwick is like the one that you, you know, when you're done, dinners, vacation. when you want to start golfing in your life, yeah. <laughs> when you want to start golfing in your life, that's when you're going to Grigio and stuff. Right, so stuff I don't even know how to pronounce yet, bro. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, what do you think about Black Panther? You and, you, you'll see it. I did. I absolutely loved Black Panther. I loved all of its representation. I loved. Yeah. Oh, how black it was, too. How black I keep talking it about was. Talking I about loved that. everybody's skin was flawless. Listen, popping, popping, melanin popping. popping. Listen, Lupita Nyong'o is bald heads everywhere. She is amazing. She looks amazing. She um, I absolutely love the um, the cinematography of that movie. Every image, yeah. every second of that movie could have been, you know, a still frame and placed on my wall here. But yes, I absolutely loved it. I loved the message of, of how um, Africa could have been if the resources there were untapped and, um, and very stirred by colonialism. Yeah. And I mean, it, that is just amazing because Africa, I hate the image of Africa being such a... How it a, is over here in America, whatever. A poor country, and there's so fucking black little boys that's ashy, right. and they had the same brush their hair with the naps. You know, how, you know how niggas had their little naps, and then they have you know fucking but, what's the white specialist that they always get for everything else? What, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, Tom Petty or something, yeah, yeah, or yeah. one of them Beatle people. Yeah. They're like, come and sing to these African kids, right? But, but no, but it's just like Africa is such a resource rich. It is. Place. But let and America just, tell you. And it's, it's just, just like, like it's just it's, nothing. It's dirty. It's like and I love how, how Wakanda and Black Panther represented a, a, a untouched place of Africa. And I, I just loved it so much. And I can't wait. I know there's going to be so much more. So oh, yeah. It's a lot of comments. I'm so happy that this is, series. you know, created an avenue and show that Black people do show up and show out. Yep. Um, but I absolutely loved what this represented so yeah oh uh, yeah it. so so that means with all that talk of black panther and how successful it was y'all better go see wrinkle in time y'all better y'all better support mama listen, oprah listen. Where i seen a meme this like uh friday and it was talking about <laughs> it had oprah from the movie <laughs> and she pointed and said all right now that y'all done seen black panther seventeen thousand times like i mean i'm like that's not the exact words but y'all get what i'm saying and y'all better come support my movie. So why y'all not talking about um, Wrinkling mm-hmm. Time like y'all talk about Black Panther? Mind you, as a person who's always read comic books and know all this stuff from a kid up into a grown woman, I know a lot of y'all didn't fuck with comic books and none of that shit. So ne- mo- mo- most of everybody now, and I understand how Marvel, you know, and all these people market these movies. Mm-hmm. But it's like now everybody cares about it all. Yeah. Everybody's all of y'all niggas that's from down on Grand acting like y'all got dashikis and y'all really was down with the culture. Nigga, just because you gave up eating pork don't mean you're down for the culture. Everybody into Naruto and so so my point is saying Goku and all of that people all yeah y'all niggas went on that y'all used to talk about African kids the one African kid that lived in your neighborhood people used to talk about that kid all the time bro. And make fun of them. What they used to call me when we was kids? 
Mm-hmm. You know the what did they call them? African booty yeah. scratchers. <laughs> Come on, making <laughs> noises right. like that. So now everybody want to be woke. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. anyway, y'all need to go support Mama Oprah. Why y'all hate Oprah? Why y'all want to support her like like y'all been doing with Black Panther? When I know you niggas never read the shit. I was until now, and that's fine because I didn't know if original in time was a sci-fi movie. Do it matter though? Yes, because no, I'm not interested in niggas don't like sci-fi. I'm we sorry. like no, but but I'm just saying niggas weren't excited or interested in comic books either until recently. I think so what's visually, Black Panther is more because they got men we like to look at. Yeah, yo, did you really just say that on I the podcast? Did. You know what? You know what? <laughs> you just proved my point. Exactly what I just said, bro. Eh, I guess. I'm going to go support the movie, though. I'm I got a little sister. So. My nigga just promoted that she going to watch it on the fire stick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not saying I don't do that. No, 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 no. Why y'all going to do my... The Ava, I'll, Ava I'll, buy, I'll buy a ticket calls. to support. Hold on. I'll buy a ticket to support, but I'm still going to watch it on the fire stick. I think that you echo a lot of what people have been saying. I don't understand it because, like I said, my, I always have a conspiracy or some overly deep thinking stuff. It's a Sagittarius thing. But what, what's so different between this movie, like I said, and Black Panther? Why is it that everybody going so hard for this and pride and all this other stuff when Wrinkle in Time is the same thing? It's the first black female director who do Queen Sugar. She did Selma. Oh my goodness, I can't wait till I come back. Y'all, y'all love, we all love Ralph Angel. I don't personally, I mean, I, I like the show. I watch Queen Sugar sometimes, but I fell off of it because it's just so damn depressing to me. And it's just like, do you Woo! niggas speak up, right? Do you niggas speak up? I can't hear nothing y'all saying. Do I have to be this close to my TV? You know what I'm saying? So why this black woman that's strong and has the same, uh, you know, wokeness and all this other stuff melanin popping and all this other stuff natural beauty all this stuff we celebrate and talking about right now on social media so much and heavy but y'all don't go support this lady oh my i don't think it's i I think people are still going to support a wrinkle in time however i don't think it's the same attitude because it's not the same because it's a kids movie yeah oh i guess i guess yeah i guess so I'll buy tickets to support, but I'm not going to the movies to see it. I'm <laughs> you and a bunch of other. I'm gonna watch it on the fire stick. Y'all don't know my life. I'll buy a ticket to support. Somebody so I can else. Say I, I, I guess I'm just not give it to somebody to go see it. I Cause y'all know. niggas do not care about no wrinkle in time. I, I got no. I, I watch Ava on the Breakfast Club this week. That shit is scary as hell. When I when they played the commercial for Black when I was Black Panther, I had a nightmare about that, bro. What is happening? But I still I like Mama. Oprah, I don't care. Even yeah, though she her. all my hip hop legends, I don't care. I, I like her. her. Y'all can say whatever y'all say on social media. Yeah. Anyway, so Usher got a divorce this week. Usher got a divorce. Usher got a divorce. Do people care about that? Does Usher still have herpes? Oh, herpes doesn't go away. I guess. I, I guess he still does if he ever had it. I wonder if that was the reason for his divorce. That he had herpes. Yeah. <laughs> that he going through all those herpes. Like, let me ask you a question, bro. You were you you were the dude, right? First off. <laughs> But I mean, but if, 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 if <laughs> and he just got a herpes bump, if that's if that's his wife, then she you just be like, bro, I'm know. cool with that. I just not pay attention to your herpes bump. 
and we can get. But what if they got together when he wasn't having an outbreak? Why are we talking about Usher having herpes? Because <laughs> <laughs> you said you brought Usher up. Yeah, it was the next topic. He got a divorce this well, week. Okay, well, or this week. Great for Usher. I don't know. Do it, no, let me ask you this: Do we still care about Usher? Do we still care? Why not? No. Ever since I know song, we don't echo everybody in America. I know ever since the song with Young Thug. That was off his last. Album. I was like, listen, Usher, you need to do age appropriate music, bro. That was that. What's that song? Kind of song? He had no limit. I actually fuck with that song. That song was hard. It was a cool song, but that album was like geared for a Chris Brown audience, and yeah, it, it yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess I was just wondering. I loved Usher when I was a kid, bro. I did too. You make me wanna leave. He was one of my crushes. I had his poster everywhere. Now that I think back on the mic, I was a kid listening to these sexual lyrics, man. You make me. Man, I guess nobody cares about Yeah, it was. Man, I used to love Usher. I did too. So it's just such a sign to see that y'all don't care. I mean, the man, the man made confessions, and y'all don't care. Confessions. Just when I thought I said all I could say, a kick on the side. Then she got oh, yeah. one on the way. These are my confessions. Me and I'm and I don't know what to do. Man, y'all gotta stop being oh, Usher. Man, Usher make confessions. After Here I Stand, it kind of... That was actually crazy. a good album. I did too, but, but mature usher that he should be on right now he was doing that i think if the album came out right now i think it would have had a better reception i think that definitely would have had a greater reception uh, i guess yeah now because i want him to do age appropriate hey, well yeah that's a point i know I don't want him I don't talking about stripper, dance that booty, models, pop that booty. I don't want to hear none of that. Usher, you ate. Nigga is lost, man. The nigga, you watch him perform now. That dude yeah, can't even just pop it like he's trying to keep up with the with Chris Brown, and you can't because like, he on coke. <laughs> and you not Chris <laughs> Brown out here? He out here listening. Uh, listen. Do it on coke, man. Whatever. Listen, he on this. He on coke bad. Going. And listen, everybody got their vices, but he let his vices going. He let his vice show. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on, man. Chris Brown is. He's in yeah, that case. About Chris Brown. He's in that case. Let's but but since, <laughs> since we talk about Chris Brown, I don't care what you. I can say all the negative stuff about his personal life, but that double album is fly. I didn't want to listen to it because bro, it was like eighty-seven songs, wasn't it? And they was all fire, bro. Y'all were tripping. I'm the only that. crazy person that can sit in my house. I can with my speaker and I listen can. to the uh, album. With 35 I songs can. on it, and be like, cannot. man, let me play I that back. Cannot. This is bomb right here. But anyway, y'all might care about Usher. Uh, Chris Brown, I still fuck with his music. He got a project coming out with Jordan Lucas. It's gonna be like a collabo. Who? <laughs> My nigga just said, who is Jordan Lucas? Jordan Lucas is on Atlantic. Man, you don't care. That don't. Yeah, it don't matter. That's Ricky! gonna be fun. I'm sorry, we got VH1 playing in the background. No, no, she's like they don't play this movie like 50 million times. Boys in the hood is out, man. Like killing my mood right now. But anyway, uh, what else been going on in the world? So I read an article about Shout out to Kendrick. Ain't you going to see him? T D E tour? Yeah, in Seattle. Um first week. Don't drink on the I will not. I can't go to the dispensary and I will I will read labels. I think you should this time. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, best friend of your life. But anyway, so what else is what else has been going on in the world? 
I watched a, or I looked at a clip on Facebook about Kerry Hilson. Kiara is a huge oh, Beyonce yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I am. I respect her. I fuck with her. I, I fuck with Beyonce, but I'm not like all of y'all do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know y'all go crazy for everything she do. I respect Beyonce and what she does. They're going to kill me in the comments. I said, let's talk about that name. Well, we should talk about that song next. We'll get to that. Um, but yeah, I fuck with Beyonce. But you know, y'all go a little too hard. And y'all went a little too hard on Carrie Hilson. Carrie Hilson came out on that shade room had a had a clip of her talking about her depression. She depressed. What's wrong with her? She said, "What's wrong with what you mean? What's wrong with her?" She said, "Cause y'all killed her. Y'all was killed. You Beyonce fans killed her, bro." Listen, listen, listen. Y'all dragged the chick. Just like I told Monique when I said if I want to Momo, listen, you can't be out here talking about the hand that's feeding you bread. Yo, I was just kidding about that Beyonce stuff. Y'all go Man, in my life, find out my bank account and all that other stuff. I was just kidding. I do fuck with Beyonce, but I'm like, yo. Beyonce was giving you them checks, Carrie. So what? Here, what does that matter, though? Turning me on remix. Yeah, that was fine. I'm not even serious about it. And I, I, man, Carrie Hilson gave me slow dance, so she she cool. Listen, she had listen. Slow dance is my shit. When you drunk and you out and they come on, I mean they don't come on nowhere. But if I'm at home, let me just clarify. And I put my music on. That, that's a vibe right there. You let Carrie do that, bro. Let Carrie do that. And I guess okay, nobody nobody cares about Carrie Hilson. I've changed topics. Energy was a good record too. Can Energy. Her first album was bum. It wasn't until that second one it where it got kind of weird. Yeah. She was let popping me, her popping her vagina me, on Chris Brown in that video and Rick Ross. Remember that? Yeah. Or that's not Chris Brown. That's two different video videos. But the Rick, it was the Rick Ross. Yeah, that Rick Ross. Um, After that, I was just like, y'all yeah, just tripping. But poor Carrie. But I just, I want her to she get out of that. I understand. I, I relate a lot to that. You know, Beyonce, let them brains off of her, man. No, it's not Beyonce. I know it's not Beyonce. It's, it's, the, it's the beehive. They won't let her live. They talking about bitch. I really think she's really pretty, pretty. You gotta get, let me get this joke off. They said in the comments on Shade Room, bitch is still stung. I said, <laughs> man, y'all niggas are tripping. <laughs> Stuff like that. Like, the beehive, I hate stands, bro. I just hate stands. I hate when people just love an artist so much and everything they do is is just great and you can't see objectively about and have a conversation about somebody you like without going hard and just loving everything and that's what a lot of beyonce let me clarify it's not that i don't like beyonce it's the fans you don't like to be have no and i don't like eminem fans and i don't like i mean these are people will pop up at your house probably yeah these people be going a little crazy but the beehive is like on another level. They gonna get me, man. They After are, this come out, this podcast, they gonna come. Good they gonna be like you. Hey, oh, that's her right there. Leave it alone. Oh, that's her. Yeah, bam. Get her. Sing her. I'm a, next time you see me, I'm gonna be in some crutches, <laughs> and they gonna bust my kneecaps out. I ain't gonna be able to. Like she do a podcast, we don't even know what this chick look like, but we found your voice. How you find somebody's voice? You found my voice, man. Whatever. Nobody cares. So, uh, little punk, little punk, little.
Anytime people ride with me, they know they're gonna listen to ratchet music. They're gonna listen to some young shit that y'all like to call mumble rap. We're gonna listen to it. Sorry, but in the mix, I fuck with all that. Anyway, he did an interview. Little little fucky, little Zane. What's his name? Little Zane. I have no idea what you're talking about. Little Xanax. Who is he? He a rapper. I don't know where he's from. You know, he got the the, the purple and the green and the rainbow dreads. Like they all do, tattoos on their face. Gucci really started a lot of that. He really anyway, did. he did an interview and these with this radio station, and they was asking him who the greatest rapper is and ranking them and all this other shit that they love to ask kids that's 19 years old and don't know shit about that that era of music. And they said, and he said, Pac is boring. Pac's music was born. What do you think about that? Okay, I'm going to pose this question. Do you think if Pac was still alive, he would Why do people always... Why do people always go to that? Every time we start talking about people that's dead, we always go to what we but think because, they would be doing but now. But do you think you people will supersede whatever status they were at in, because they're dead, you know? Yes, Pop had a great body of work. Yes, Biggie had a great <laughs> Actually, body of work. Actually, I disagree. And I listen to both Yes, Aaliyah had a great body of work. Yes, Amy Whitehouse <laughs> had a body of work. I mean, and all those people are at, like, legendary status. But are they in legendary status because they're dead or because they had great body of work? Yeah. It's because not all of them, but I do think the legendary stuff starts to come in when you start having conversations. When you die, of course. And I actually agree. I don't really like all of them. My mom liked Tupac a lot, so I heard a lot of Tupac growing up. And I like history of music, so I'll, if I get into something that's from decades ago, I want to learn about it and understand why people fuck with this. You know what I'm saying? What was it in this time of, of year? Why y'all, what did y'all dress? How did y'all talk? What did y'all do? Yeah. All that other stuff, right? Why does this body of work, how does this body of work fit into that era, right? That's how it was the first time I heard Illmatic. Anyway. So I didn't fuck with all the Tupac shit. All the okay. As I started to be a teen and got older, I didn't even like All Eyes on Me the first time I heard it. I said I liked all the singles, all the shit on the radio, but I didn't fuck with everything else. I was like, what the fuck? This nigga got an album that's long as hell. <laughs> I don't like long albums like that for real because I think it's a lot of filler. You know what I'm saying? But anyway... I think that legendary status, yeah, when people die, it's going to catapult them because you're sad, right? You think you're not going to see this person no more. Whatever, whatever. But, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't forget. I didn't get none of these long, like, conspiracy rants and be forgetting what I'm talking about. <laughs> are you lit? Are you lit? Are you on a trip, uh, lit, yeah. Are you on a trip? I think okay, I'm on a trip. Um, Bad thing. Go ahead. My question was, do you think they are considered legendary because they're, they're dead? Oh, yeah. I answer, so, yeah, I did answer the question. Absolutely. Now, I will never dis- Biggie and Pop, once I, so to wrap up what I was saying about his discography and that shit, once I got past the fact that this is how they did shit, they put out double albums in the 90s. Once I got past, you know, just a roar of Pop, I actually sat down and listened to all his shit. And I respect it now a lot more as I've gotten older. Same thing with Biggie. Actually, I fucked with Biggie when I was a little kid. So anyway, I think that, yeah. I mean, 
when people be larger than life, some or not, when they die, I think a lot of people make them more legendary than probably what they were. And I'm not using Tupac and Biggie because they was legends when they was alive. I'll give Amy Winehouse, a good, that's a good example, a better example to use than Tupac and Biggie, right? They came out when we was in what, in high school? Amy Winehouse, I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, six, oh, maybe oh, seven, oh, eight. Okay. How many people in high school, except us two, did you know that fucked with her? This was like when social media was still starting to first come around, right? Yeah. So it wasn't as many people on it as nah, right now. not many. So I use social media because now we, we relate what is popping or what's hot to what we see on our timeline. Back then, you had a little bit of that, but not as much. But you had the people, of course, like back in the day, you had people you fucking talked to in, in regular yeah. life. How many people fuck with Amy House? So back to my original question. How many people fuck with her outside of us? Mm, not many that I know of. How many when she died? Uh, everybody. <laughs> That's my point. Everybody. Really. Everybody. For real. That's my point. So I think the reason in my theory of thinking that, so you are kind of right to me. I agree with you. But I think that a lot of people, or people we in life, we get sad if somebody died because we're not going to see them no more. In regular life, of course. And you have to have something to hold on to them. So what's best is to go to this person to figure it out. And it's like, oh my God, we're never going to hear Amy Winehouse now, so let me rush out. Yeah, let me get her a vinyl. And then they get on the internet. And and it's great that you got all these new fans that find shit that didn't. Because when you find something, it don't matter when you find it. It's just how it affects you when you do find it, right? Right. And what you can take from it. But it's like a lot of people just be, niggas be hopping and riding the wave. That's all it be. So anyway, back to the point where we were talking about Little Zan. Oh my god, we're talking about that. <laughs> my nigga. No, I'm just playing. I don't fuck with that little nigga. Okay, what? So. He said it's boring. Probably boring. boring. I, I really think Lil Xan is probably 
fuck with Joe Biden. Joe, I love Joe Biden. Anyway, uh, what else is going on? Um, oh, we got to talk about that top off record. How you feel about it? Top off. That's a good segue. I took this like, up Y'all hate that song. Y'all hate that song. Y'all, so anybody that's listening and don't know already, I really know. was surprised at the reaction, man. I fuck, you know, I call Jay Z my daddy, right? Yeah. Everybody that know me know that. Don't talk about fried chicken, except I'm talking to Kiera about her, her chicken obsession. I fuck with Jay Z. I call him my daddy, and I call him that because I feel like in rap he raised me. You know what I'm saying? Because I have. Shout out to my real dad, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, but he didn't teach me how to lose ninety two bricks. 